All right, let's get into it here. And if you have questions along the way, I will come back to those here in just a second. Today was the court arraignment for Nancy Elizabeth Kemp. And if you're like, well, I don't remember that. This is the lady that was pulled over by Oklahoma Highway Patrol Trooper on May 11th. 1229 a.m. at I-35 in Seward Road. Uh, a lot of things unfolded. We'll get to here in a second. And she, there was an altercation. She ended up with the multiple injuries. Uh, everybody remembers the, uh, the mug shot that she took, all bruised and all that gets all on her face and arms and all that stuff. I also, uh, I was there for that. Uh, it's a misdemeanor. She was charged on four counts today. And uh, let me go ahead and. It's on my phone, so I apologize here. Pull it on my phone. Nancy Kim today was charged by the district attorney, Laura Austin Thomas. Laura Austin Thomas was in the courtroom today and was went over these charges here. Count one, and I have a release from Laura Austin Thomas. So uh, my friends in Oklahoma City Oklahoma City Media News Channels will probably be reaching out to her in just a second when they see this video, but uh, uh, hot off the hot off the uh, printer. Uh, four charges. Count one, filed improper use of multiple beam rod lighting equipment in violation of blah, 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 state statute. Count two, operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol or in the alternative, operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of combination of alcohol and and intoxic substances in violation of the state statute. Count three, obstruction of a police officer. And count four, resisting resisting arrest. Again, all that happened on May 11th, and it got a lot of attention on social media uh, in those days, both sides uh, arguing their case. But, uh, again, um, the trooper originally pulled her over for the high beams, I'm just kind of going off of the story on Guthrie News page. I have not written this article yet, so you're getting it here first uh, on this live view here. Uh, The trooper said to Kemp reveal she had one drink, mixed drink, identified the drink as tequila. Um, She's, quote, I noticed her, the trooper, I noticed her to have red, watery, bloodshot eyes and slurred speech. Um, And then altercation goes onto the outside where she suffered those multiple injuries. I know a lot of people probably already know that. If not, uh, I invite you to go to Get the News page and read that article. But here is the news that uh, the updated news, and this is a press release, and I'll read it in its entirety from Laura Austin Thomas uh, in this case. And here is what Laura Austin said. Today, the state of Oklahoma filed four misdemeanor charges against Nancy Elizabeth Kemp, The allegations are for driving with high beams with less than 600 feet from the vehicle in front of her DUI with a blood alcohol concentration of .093. Remember, the legal limit is .08, or the uh, illegal is .08 and above. According to this press release, .093. Or an alternative, alternative count of driving under the influence of both alcohol and other intoxicating substances, specifically two different strains of THC. Additionally, counts of obstructing an officer and resisting arrest were filed. And those were the four that I just went over with you. Again, from Laura Austin Thomas, the district attorney. The state has spent the past month reviewing and analyzing the evidence in this matter. Careful consideration and attention were given to both the defendant's behaviors and the officer's response to those behaviors, which were required to ensure the safety of the defendant, officer, and public. 
Persons who drive under the influence of alcohol and other intoxicating substances sometimes act in ways they are outside their normal behavior and character. The person's usual judgment may become skewed. The person can become hostile, aggressive, emotional, and erratic. Drunk drivers present a danger to all of us when they make the decision to get in a car and drive under the influence. Unfortunately, there are many Oklahoma families who have lost husbands, wives, children, parents, friends, and others as a result of drunk drivers. We currently have 13 cases, talking about the Logan County District Attorney's Office, have 13 cases pending in Payne and Logan Counties alone, where the selfish decision to drink or drug before driving resulted in the loss of an innocent life. These tragic experiences from the seriousness with which our office responds to allegations like those filed today. Again, this is a press release from Laura Austin Thomas. She goes on to say, It is a policy of the Oklahoma Highway Patrol, as well as many other police agencies, that detainees cannot use their phones during a law enforcement interaction. This is for the safety of the officers. Officers have been injured while hostile, impaired individuals call their, quote, backups to the scene, posing additional threats to the officer. A responsible officer cannot allow a person that they believe to be drunk to just leave or flee the scene. If that individual with poor judgment were to run out onto a roadway, especially a heavy traveled interstate highway, the risk of harm, including death, to the impaired driver would be significant. Needless to say, the law enforcement officer would be sharply criticized and held accountable for allowing such a result. Likewise, An officer dealing with a drunk cannot allow that individual to escape and get back in his or her car to drive away, continuing the risk to the rest of the motoring public. Furthermore, an officer cannot lose his focus on public safety regardless of the age or gender of the offending person. A 68-year-old woman screaming, yelling, being being totally non-cooperative, attempting to escape and run, Fighting with the officer and refusing to comply with lawful demands is no less of a threat to the officer or others than a 32-year-old man or a 19-year-old woman. Each could be in possession of a gun or other weapon. Each could harm the officer, themselves, or an innocent citizen. Intoxicated drivers are dangerous. Adding drugs into the mix can produce paranoia, fear, and compound the bad judgment and behavior an individual may exercise. No one should be supervised that Drunk driving laws are strictly enforced, and the choice to face the repercussions of violating those laws lies lies solely with the offender. Laura Austin Thomas, last couple paragraphs, says, A non-emotional legal analysis was undertaken of the evidence surrounding these charges. This consideration resulted in a determination that the actions of the part of the arresting officer were a reasonable exercise of his duty to bring into compliance and and control a drunk who was putting the general public, herself, and the officer at risk of harm. I support appropriate law enforcement actions taken on a daily basis to protect our community. I urge everyone to respect yourself, your loved ones, and your fellow citizens and make good decisions about driving, after drinking, or using drugs. Defendants are presumed innocent of the charges against them, and then the burden is upon the state of Oklahoma to prove guilt of each and every element of the crimes beyond a reasonable doubt. Again, that is a full press release by Laura Austin Thomas, where I received that in the courthouse room uh, just less than an hour ago. As far as the proceedings, uh, it was in front of Judge Duell. 
Uh, he read her the uh, four the four charges. Nancy posted a five thousand dollar bond back on May twelfth, the following day uh, of the of the incident on I thirty five. She pled not guilty today, and her five thousand dollar bond was exonerated and was given a PR bond, a personal recognizing uh, where she didn't have to uh, put up any money. A PR bond. Uh, her next court date is September 8th at 9 a.m. Again, these are misdemeanored, so it's a little bit different from felony cases. I'm pretty sure there's no preliminary hearing, so now uh, they'll go back and forth on um, if they can reach a, a plea deal. If not, then it would obviously go to an attorney but, or to a trial. Uh, Nancy Kemp, uh, I, I don't know if she spoke. I don't believe she spoke. I don't think any of her, her attorneys or any of her family members spoke there, saw them, and they just kind of went out the elevator. It didn't look like they were wanting to speak. Uh, but I noticed she was in a, in a walking boot. I don't know if that was related to this incident or not. Uh, I also noticed uh, I, was, I was in the front, and I noticed in the back there was um, like investigator-type people with lanterns and badges and weapons. And uh, as they walked out of the courthouse, I noticed it was the uh, attorney general, uh, three members of the attorney general's office. So I'm, I'm thinking those were uh, the office of the inspector general. I think they might handle cases for the OHP. And so they were just there to uh, see the proceedings as they'll be, probably be involved uh, in this deal. So that is exactly what happened today. Again, I haven't really um, p- put anything on the news page yet. So this is the first time I want to get the information out. As, as this was, again, much talked about on social media, and I'm sure will we'll continue to uh, be a topic of discussion back and forth. So anyway, I don't know if there's any questions. I appreciate everybody helping with the, uh, with the stars. That really, really helps out for uh, new microphone stands like this and lighting and all that good stuff. So uh, we appreciate the, all those stars. Uh, Val has a question. See if this is working here. Every other officer would have called in backup. So what is the excuse that he did not call for backup? Um, I know I haven't, I haven't refreshed my memory on this, so excuse me, but I think backup was called at some time in this. Was that not? Am I, miss, am I making something up here? Um, I know there was an... Maybe I, maybe I saw that somewhere else. So I'm not 100% sure. I probably shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have said that. But I, I'm pretty sure I know Logan County Sheriff's Office deputies eventually showed up. I don't know if it showed up afterwards or during. Or, I'm not sure on that. But I, I know I'm pretty sure deputies did arrive eventually to there. I'll have to go back and look at my notes, and I'll try to get back on, on that information for sure. So, uh, yeah, Kathy, Kathy does uh, help me out a little bit there. That they did respond as backup. I thought that was the case. Exactly when I'll have to look. I'd have to look at the uh, notes. the uh, The PC, the probable cause affidavit, was officially filed today uh, in in the uh, Lone County Clerk's Office. That hasn't been released out quite yet, but uh, we were able to uh, bring that to you. Uh, with some of the stuff on news page in that article back on May 15th. So um, anyway, that is all the information that I have right now. Again, these are misdemeanor charges. Uh, uh, the thing I take from that 
is uh, in this case is video surveillance. Uh, from my understanding, and I said this the day it came out when all this the weekend that came out, video evidence might help a little bit inside to hear the conversation between Nancy and the trooper. Uh, the trooper says she he had reached for her she had reached for the something to computer her license maybe, and so I, I'd be curious at that. But once once the altercation and all that stuff happens outside, I I, I don't think the video is going to help us unless there's audio that you can hear it back and forth. Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Give me your hand! That type of stuff. But as far as being able to see, it's it's it was after midnight, so it's dark. It's on the highway. So I don't know how much that will, will help as far as seeing, but uh, the, the audio w- might help in that deal. So I'm sure uh, the district attorney's office has looked at that video, I would certainly think, before filing these charges. As uh, Laura Austin Thomas feels, uh, reading this press release, as I just read to you, and this is the first time I read it. I didn't, the first time you heard it is the first time I read it. Uh, she seems pretty, pretty strong in, in her charges uh, that she can get there. So. Now it's in the uh, justice system, so we'll see how it goes from there. But that is the latest uh, in this case here on the Nancy Kemp. Again, I don't believe she talked to anybody. I know she didn't. I know she had. Uh, I know her attorney was there, and there was probably uh, seven, eight, ten people with Nancy Kemp uh, in the courtroom as she was filing out her PR bond, which I thought was the right decision. She's not a flight risk. She's not going to take off anywhere she again she she pleaded not guilty today so she feels good about her case as well it'll just all be played out in the judicial system all right that's what i know i i think i gotta go home and uh put this uh article together and i'll put this video on top of it if you guys want to watch the replay of this or, or share it with your friends so they can see that as well but uh the thing that um i was waiting for was the blood alcohol concentration to come back it comes back at .093, which is .013 above the legal limit. And that was kind of the things I was kind of waiting on to see. And now we'll see how it plays out through the system. Anyway, that is it. Uh, another reminder, Election Day is tomorrow, Tuesday, June 28th. I, bo- I do believe after the school board meeting, special school board meeting at 6 o'clock, which you can watch here on Catherine News page, Facebook, and YouTube. I will be back close to 7 o'clock. We'll have another live show tonight as we take a look at the election tomorrow, kind of look at each races and campaign mailers and candidate forums, all that good stuff. We'll look at our local races, but we'll also take a look at our state races, and we invite you to come in and talk with us and, and share your opinions if you want to share those or not. Um, is is definitely election season. I am glad uh, it is here and for the most part, we'll be over for majority of the people tomorrow tomorrow night. And that takes me into tomorrow. Of course, election coverage will be here. We'll be on just a little after 7 o'clock, 7.30. We'll start reporting the early number, the absentee ballot numbers, all that good stuff around 7.30. We'll have a discussion. We'll have, hopefully, i got to go home and work on graphics. We'll have graphics on election night. So as the numbers, election numbers come in, we'll report those as they come in, and you'll know where everyone stands as far as elections are concerned as soon as those numbers come in we'll share them with you so uh just uh have a have a uh, fun afternoon the weather's supposed to be nice again tonight somewhere i gotta move my yard as well so but uh anyway that is the latest information from the Logan county courthouse and uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later on tonight have a great great week